You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Today we've got a guest that a lot of people are familiar with, uh, most people throughout the waterfowl hunting industry and especially the retriever training industry, we've got Mike Stewart, the owner and operator of Wild Rose Kennels. Mike, thanks for joining me today. Great to be with you. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, what kind of what we've done with guests in the past, and, and even on the science side, we've allowed our guests to really provide an introduction to themselves. So if you can go ahead and just kind of introduce yourself as, uh, you know, what you do, uh, the processes that you do, and just, you know, what Wild Rose is. I'll be happy to. Uh, Wild Rose is a really is his mission that was set out to produce the uh, classic Labrador. That is a complement to a sporting lifestyle. Twenty something years ago, I was training dogs along, and I found that there was a real niche out there for the average wing shooter, especially the waterfowler, that was dealing with really high performance dogs using a lot of force in the training. And the average wing shooter, they tended to have a lot of dogs that were nuisances in the blind. They didn't deliver the hand well. They were not steady. They were whining, which gave me the idea to create a a dog, a gentleman's gun dog, that would be uh, ducks in the morning, quail in the afternoon, and come in and watch the big screen TV, and we dubbed it the gentleman's gun dog. So we wanted a dual-purpose dog, a dog of duality, where uh, a, a person could go out and really enjoy a lot of different types of wing shooting, but yet the dog will be peaceful in the home. They can travel, be good with the kids, watch the big screen TV, be part of the family. And it really filled a niche, a niche in the market. Uh, we, we started presenting this back in the 1990s, early 2000, 
at the Ducton Limited Festival and on DUTV, and it really reached out to a certain segment. Uh, later, we moved into the Adventure Dog, hiking, biking, camping, canoeing about 2007. Again, there's, there's a market out there for people that are non-wing shooters that want a great companion, but they're into outdoor sports, everything from backpacking to kayaking. So we reached out with that as well. And that's sort of been the, the product that we've developed, a dog with the temperament, the size, the game-finding ability. We found the British Labrador was ideal for that. We import them from the United Kingdom, raise them and train them in a, a specific way which gave birth to the Wild Rose way of training, which is a balanced training methodology uh, through repetition and consistency, avoiding the use of force, uh, using a pack mentality, and again, making a training methodology that the average wing shooter, average waterfowler, can implement in his own yard. In his own, it doesn't take a lot of equipment, it doesn't take a lot of territory, a lot of space, something that they can actually engage the family with and create a great sporting dog. No, that's great. And I think, you know, just can you kind of let people know exactly where your facility or your main facility? I know you now have multiple facilities, but I've been down there many times uh, down there to shoot images of Drake and even Deke. Um, But just explain where the facility is and what the facility consists of. Uh, Three years back, we decided we needed to regionalize our services to reach out to We had a strong presence on the eastern seaboard, the east coast. Uh, in the Carolinas, a lot of waterfowlers there. And we have a really strong presence in Texas. So uh, we, that was our first uh, attempt to open a second kennel, a regional kennel within Texas. And it was immediate, uh, overnight success almost. A lot of sport, sporting dog enthusiasts in Dallas. So we have one j- inside the city limits of Dallas with the Dallas Hunting and Fishing Club, which is the oldest shooting grounds, oldest shooting club west of the Mississippi River. It dates 1885. You can sit in the duck blind and see the skyline of Dallas. We're inside the city limits, but it's all county property, and we have ducks, uh, doves, the works right there on the on the grounds. Our second facility was opened in Hillsboro, North Carolina, which is north of 40, 33 miles north of Chapel Hill. A really good hilly region there. We've got lots of water sources there as well. Uh, a really good uh, layout for wood ducks right on the property, and uh, we have up to 13 different water sources right there. Again, we can take care of that East Coast market there. And, of course, our Deep South facility was the original. It dates back to 1988 when I began to develop that facility. That's in Oxford, Mississippi, and that takes care of the Deep South. All three facilities do upland as well as waterfowl. We have bird dogs for pointers. We teach slabs to back, flush, strike. And the same dog becomes the waterfowl dog. So it gives us a lot of versatility in our training grounds in these three locations. Also, I might add, we still have our training facilities in northwest Arkansas on our river, Little Buffalo River, which we have owns two-thirds of a mile of waterfront on the river there for fast water training. And in the summertime, we have our facility at 9,000 feet in Granite, Colorado, which is also a, a good wetlands training facility. And it doesn't have any stakes. We can put the dogs into the really rough willows, cold water, moving water, with no fear of a snake bite. So all these facilities combined to give us a lot of versatility in the training environments. Yeah, that's one thing you and I have talked about before when I visited your Oxford facility is that time of year when you transition or you used to transition, you know, several dogs or many dogs from the Oxford, Mississippi kennel 
to Colorado. And I always thought that was a, a pretty interesting um, concept because, you know, I, myself, you know, I have a Labrador retriever, um, but training during the summer down here in the South is tough. Um, dogs can get overwhelmed with heat or snakes or whatever. So I always thought that was a pretty fascinating aspect. Is that, you know, was that the main focus when you moved up to Colorado was just to avoid that, you know, potential of uh, overheating and snakes, things like that? Well, that was exactly the, uh, that was exactly the vision. But it took a lot longer time period to actually actualize that. Uh, I started off in Montana. I looked at the property there. I had a deposit on it. We went down to close, and it had a protective covenant dating way back, no commercial dog kennels. So that one went out the window. We looked around in the Carolinas, couldn't find anything that was price appropriate to what we needed. Finally found a really good partner. One of my best friends out there said, look, I've got a ranch in Colorado, and why don't you come out and Establish a facility there. I said, I'm on my way. So we're at 9,000 feet. Uh, the temperatures are very, very good at that, at that altitude. Thin air. What I needed was exactly what you said, a summer training facility to take senior waterfowl dogs and senior upland dogs and have them ready for season. And it's very difficult to do in Mississippi, where we were stationed at the time, and really difficult in Texas. So you're dealing with the heat. You're dealing with uh, snakes, trying to put them in thick water cover, that type of thing. Uh, we can't use our delta property. We have a delta property as well with pit blinds. It's in a, a, water, a waterfowl America trust, but too snaky. We can't go to the delta down there and work dogs. So we were limited having the dogs, our capacity to have the dogs ready for opening of season, say teal or um, pheasants opening early October. So we had to try to find something with altitude where it was cool. And we had the best environment so we could prepare these finished dog levels. I don't do a lot of starter dogs there, but I do the finished dog levels. And occasionally I take care of clowns from the West Coast at those facilities as well. Now, in the wintertime, it's far too cold. I have a splendid facility in northwest Arkansas in those arts. Again, we have a river there, which is great in the wintertime. So the, winter, the river stays open. We can get fast water training here. Works out great. So it's a good balance. No, that's great. And, you know, for anyone interested, you know, I know that Mike's facility in Oxford, I know personally that it's a fantastic setup, beautifully landscaped. Uh, you know, you've got a like an aviary cage. It's just impressive to see that the work that you guys are doing down there for someone who's probably never seen like a, a real professional training facility. It's a, it's a real eye opener. And it was for me um, just kind of changing gears a little bit. I touched on it briefly, um, but you had the original. Uh, Ducks Unlimited dog. We had Drake and, you know, Drake, I, I was around when I started with Ducks Unlimited. Um, Drake was on the TV show and Drake, can you kind of talk about Drake and kind of how that, that whole progression of into the Ducks Unlimited dog and just the various things that Drake did with DU. I mean, I probably attended 20 DU events with Drake being there. And that's just, it's something that's very cool and something that our audience might learn a little bit about you and, and the kennel itself, along with Drake and now Deke. Um, so kind of just talk about Drake a little bit and tell us how that whole process came about. Uh, the original idea was uh, pitched out uh, with DUTV because of the, the complaints that people were ca calling in and say that about the dog work. They couldn't get really good dog on the TV. And so they were, you know, you were showing great waterfowl situations and great conservation and great shooting techniques. And then the dogs weren't up to that standard. So somebody came up with the idea and said, we need to come up with 
a better class of dogs on these shows so we can show what a duck dog is. I was approached, uh, Merrick Kessler in those days. Uh, Mark Pierce was the host of DUTV in those in the old days. And we kicked around the idea to come up with the Ducks Unlimited mascot, which was great. Then we came up and said, okay, how are we going to, how are we going to present this? We didn't have the social media that we do now. Uh, and, and the videography was, was much more of a challenge than it is now with no cell phones and those kinds of things. So it was, it was Eric's idea to run training tips, my idea on the tips and his idea to put them on TV. Uh, that was our vehicle. That was our method of getting the ideas of how to train your own dog on TV, which got a huge amount of buy-in. People were tuning in every week. And so the, all the lessons were presented progressively. We started with the pup. I introduced the pup to Eric Kessler on the first show, and we went from there. How to heal, sit, stay, all the way through the progression, all the way up to waterfowl. And in fact, 2004, we took we, they, the show followed us to Ireland, where we run the we won the Irish International when Drake was on the team. So it was a progressive training, which I think got a great deal of buy-in to tune in each week to see what the next lesson was. In his obituary, you couldn't believe the response that we got. Do you and us? I follow that dog. I know that dog. I train my dog with those lessons. And so that was a really, really rewarding thing. Later, I produced a DVD based on those lessons. I took the lessons we did on DUTV and produced our own DVD. I called the Wilder's Wait. And that was the first basic DVD that's still on the market now was, was a knockoff of those shows so we could actually share it. So, you know, one of my goals to start off with when I got into this, this, this mission was to create a dog, a multi-purpose dog that the average wing shooter could enjoy and not have to fight all the time. And it would not be a difficult thing to have a dog and enjoy the dog and train the dog. So that was the first thing. Then the second mission was to create the methodology, which became the Wilder's Way. We don't use electric collars. We don't use force fetch. It's a balanced, positive reinforcement. I don't use treats either. Don't get, don't get me wrong there. It's a balanced methodology that we were able to share on DUTV and continue to do so through some of your media, uh, on, online now, uh, all kinds of different ways. Now we have different platforms to share these tips. So that became my second mission was to create the methodology, and the third mission was education. So I always was very interested in the book, our DVDs, our social media, doing the training tips with you and DU. Getting Our mission is really now to educate is to share the methodology of how one can create their own sporting dog. It doesn't have to be a lab. Lots of people are using the Wild Rose Way and our, our book and our DVDs for spaniels, for pointing breeds, uh, all types of breeds of waterfowl dogs, not just Labradors. So it's not lab specific at all. And now we're really focused on uh, continuing the education, continuing the public appearances. Unfortunately, that's been sort of side uh, sideways in the last month or so. We have a lot, a lot of plans to continue that education, the public sharing, being advanced. But we also have opportunities for experiences. We're taking clients on trips. We're taking them on duck hunts. We're taking them on upland hunts. We're taking them to the Bahamas for fly fishing. So it's becoming an experiential company as well. So we don't really sell puppies. We really sell a complement to a lifestyle. That we're a lifestyle company, not a dog killer. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient. 
and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Um, I deal with a lot of, of retriever trainers, obviously. Um, but very, very few offer anything that's similar to like the adventure dog. I always found that to be very fascinating because, you know, we all have these Labrador retrievers and, you know, with a 60 day waterfowl season and, and maybe we're doing some early goose or a teal hunt or there. But even if you hunted every day, you know, that's only maybe 90 days total that you're actually hunting with that dog. Um, and then the rest of the time, you know, people tend to sometimes let their dogs get lazy or not, you know, stay, stay up with the training or, or maybe they want to go fishing, but they're not taking the dog because the dog doesn't have the mannerisms to sit in a boat or sit in a kayak. And that's something that your adventure dog program does. It introduces the dog to the different aspects of the owner's lifestyle. It's based on the owner, whatever, you know, I, I know I've talked to you where you got dogs flying on private jets or, you know, running alongside horseback or, you know, just the various things. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit of some of the, some of the strangest and some of the, you know, more outside of the box things that you've seen uh, from some of your clients who, Hey, you know, I've got this dog and I want it to go do this with me. You know, what, what are some of those things that you hear? Well, first uh, defining the adventure dog, it, it came to me as an idea that there was a lot of people coming back to the outdoor lifestyle but they're not shooters. They're not wing shooters. So we started bringing in people that could take a dog hiking, biking, camping, canoe. We have 14 different skill sets we certify the dog in with the team members, from mountain biking to aircraft to equestrian. And they rent, they earn different awards. Uh, they have an adventure dog. Uh, they get trail rated, adventure dog certified, and master trucker. We go with awards and badges and so on. Really a great chance to get the, the, the family involved. You know, get them in front of the, get them off the computer and get them out working with their dog. They send the split videos or we send them awards and prizes and badges and all kinds of things like that. So it was one mission was to get the family involved. The, the other thing we saw is really beneficial was, was a, a primary function is exactly what you were describing is off season. I mean, what is the difference in sitting still in the bass boat versus sitting still in the duck boat? 
if the skills are being, uh, if you want to take a dog kayaking, it's got to be extraordinarily still in the middle of the kayak between your legs. Lay down blind. So many of these skills that we're teaching are cross-purpose. They heal along with a four-track. Look how many times you're loaded down with a four-track coming back in early in the morning trying to get to the duck blind, and the dog's running all over the place, acting nut versus healing beside the, the four-track as you're going in. Riding on four-tracks, being still, loading and unloading. You open the door of the Jeep, does he bail out? Nope, he's supposed to sit there. So all these skills cross-pollinate back and forth. The other thing we saw that was a real derivative of this, we started bringing non-shooters into the shooting world. They got this adventure dog. They started hanging around with us. Next thing they do, they, especially ladies, one of my efforts several years ago was to try to get more ladies involved to the sports. And it's worked really well using the adventure dog. They start off with the adventure dog. The next thing you know, they're taking shooting lessons. The next thing you know about a shotgun. And the next thing you know, say, would you take us duck hunting? Or would you take us on a quail hunt? So, sure, we'll put some quail out for you. Let's go out and take a shot. And now I've got ladies that started with the adventure dog that are actually waterfowlers. And they're decked out. They got the camo. They got everything. So, they became a real <laughs> shooting world that started with the adventure dog. So, it's it, it's been a great transition there as well. No, that's great. And, and Deke is, uh, I'll, I'll just kind of mention Deke. Deke is the current um, Ducks Unlimited dog who does, you know, shows on a TV show and uh, different tips and tactics. You can, our listeners can find a lot of his stuff online right now, along with Drake's as well. Um, but Deke is master Trek qualified. Is he not? I, I thought I remembered you saying that at some point in time. Yes. Um, he's a master trucker. That means he's did 12 of the 14 skill sets. He's flown on aircraft, worked off horseback, uh, the different skills that I picked out for him. And then under the skills, let's say, let's say camping, you've got to do a lot of skills under that camping. It's based on my old days as a Boy Scout. Remember when we were Boy Scouts of America, you had a handbook and it may have been, uh, camping. And under that, you had to build a fire. You had to do all these skills to get the merit badge. It's the same theory. So he had to do a lot of things. The average master tracker takes a couple of years to master. You're not just going to go out and do it overnight. It takes a lot, long time to accomplish all the sub-skills to get one of the merits. And so you have to have 12 merits to become a, a, a master trucker, 12 of the 14. Uh, he has also uh, done a lot of waterfowl and upland. He quarters and flushes very well. And he's got some point to him. He works on quail, backing quail, on quail trucks. He backs pointers and strikes as a strike dog, flushing the quail and pheasants in front of points as well. So he's really a, a really good dual-purpose dog. And now we have our certification program for our therapy dogs. We have a whole unit within Wild Rose. I have a therapy instructor and can certify our dogs and handlers as a team. They have to be certified together. But you could actually take a Wild Rose dog now and have an up and waterfowl dog, finish it out on some of the adventure dog skills. Let's say adventure dog certified or a master tracker and be a service dog. And his son named Gus that we have as part of our uh, breeding program now, he's an upland waterfowl dog. He does quarter and flush. He's done waterfowl. He's a master trekker and he's a certified therapy dog. Wow. Wow. That's, that's a pretty impressive list of credentials for a, you know, for a lab. That's awesome. Well, you know, we start seeing uh, these clouds coming in and it's interesting to see when you have all the people come in to pick their pups up. We ask them, 
where are you from? They're all over the United States. We have multiple dogs in all 50 states, every Canadian province, Mexico, Ecuador, Venezuela, Peru, Bolivia, and Taiwan. So you ask them what they're going to do with their dogs. And it's, you'd be amazed at the diversity of what they got, want to do with their dogs and therapy, going to hospitals and nursing homes, uh, school programs. Um, it's, it's amazing. A lot of spouses have gotten into that. Dad wants a duck dog. Mom wants to take it to the reading program at the local high school or go to visit uh, the hospitals. Uh, we've put them a lot of um, soldiers that have um, need emotional support. We've got a number of them out there for that. And some of them do hunt. Some of them do hunt the dogs. Um, but some of them are just strictly for emotional support and service. So the, the, that's one of the things I liked about the Labrador. The dogs are just so versatile. If you got one with a good temperament, a good nose, like the British dogs have a great temperament, they're smaller in size, and they've got great game finding ability or they've got good scenting ability, you can train them to do about anything. Uh, Deke's a really good antler hunter, by the way. He loves to hunt antlers. I think I was there uh, when we shot some uh, tips, some video tips on him doing some shed hunting. And that's uh, that's something that you, it seems to be very popular. A lot of... Uh, Hunters are getting into that in the off season, and and we have some tips, as I'm sure you do as well on your YouTube channel. But uh, you can find some shit, pretty decent shed hunting tips, uh, video tips for uh, at ducks.org and and on YouTube as well at Ducks Unlimited YouTube account. So uh, people should check those out. It's pretty impressive. You kind of get an idea of what Mike's talking about. Um, everything from these, you know, hunting dogs into transitioning into even a shed dog, which is pretty great. Yeah, definitely versatile. That's for sure. Also, they could pop on uh, uklive.com. That's Walrus website. That's our new website. If you scroll down uh, to the second category, the first category is welcome to Walrus kind of thing. The second one is a lot of our video content there. Uh, you'll see a lot of them on YouTubes, a lot of them that we produce with you guys at Ducks Unlimited. Uh, they're there. There's a whole series on Upland that I just did last season uh, with Tom Beckley. Uh, it's step-by-step on how to train a good Upland dog. But one that they really ought to look at, uh, if you're getting a puppy, which is always a question, what should I do with a puppy? We did a really good series with Proina, ProPlan, 16 lessons are on there. It's on their site as well. 16 lessons on how to start your pup. I'll start off with holding a pup and saying, all right, you got this, this puppy. What are you going to do with it? Step one, step two, step three. Now, they're not going to be, they're in order, but you have to be going forward and backwards like any other thing, you know, dogs learning progression. So you have to take your time and make sure all the skills are mastered. But there's 16 lessons on there on how to develop a good pup, a good pup off from eight weeks old when you take the pup home up to a six to seven months old before it goes into your formal training, which there's lots of content on ducks.org and at uklabs.com on how to train the dogs off from there. But there's usually a category missing on how to start a pup aggressively. And I think the production we did with Pro plan was just extraordinary. Uh, in fact, it, one one aspect of it won an Emmy. Yeah, and I think uh, you know our our listeners or many of them who have visited the retriever training section of ducks.org have probably seen that. I mean, we we posted that series. I mean, Purina Pro Plan is a, a fantastic partner of Ducks Unlimited as well as yours, and uh, you know we posted that series up in YouTube videos uh, called Step by Step Retriever Training Instructions. And, uh, yeah, it's a, that's a fantastic series for someone, especially someone who's getting a young dog, wants to know what some of the first steps are. And it, and it gives you that transition to, it kind of walks you through 
um, the, the whole steps of the first from the first day, you know, it, it gets you on the right track. And that's a it is a, a very useful tool for someone looking for that. Hey, Mike, let's go ahead and we're going to wrap this show up. Um, but we're definitely going to have you back on uh, here very soon because I want to talk to you about, you know, the seven most important aspects of the Wild Rose Way, kind of the seven steps that you do. And um, and also, you know, kind of the equation that you tie into the, the process of retriever training. Um, but no, I, I appreciate you joining me today. We're going to wrap this up, but we'll be sure to have you back on. Thanks for joining us, Mike. Well, thanks for having me. I enjoy it. I'd like to thank Mike Stewart for joining us today. Uh, his information and insight on retriever training is an unlimited resource for our listeners, for sure. I'd like to thank Clay Baird, our producer, for doing a fantastic job putting this together. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for supporting Wetlands Conservation and the DU Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside.